Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Like, I could try it. Let's just start the episode. It's Locked on Socks. You are Locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're free and available on platforms like Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at Locked On Sox or you can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Sean, also spelled S-E-A-N. Today is Friday, December 24th, 2021. To those that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas tomorrow. I really do wish you, your family, a very safe and happy holiday season. I hope you all get what you want for White Sox Christmas. I think most of that right now and most of our wishes, at least in the White Sox Christmas world, is the end of the lockout. I think we're all, as I knock over my drink... We're all hoping for the end. We're all hoping to resume baseball activities. We're looking to resume free agency trades. We're looking for the White Sox to be back and a part of our lives. We talked about it yesterday, or at least Wednesday, with Lucas Giolito. How he's not able to talk to his very, very close friend, former high school coach, and now current pitching coach, Ethan Katz. Or how Zach Britton isn't allowed to talk to his brother, who's a a AAA manager, this Christmas. So, you know, I think a lot of people in the MLB world are hoping for the end of the lockout. Today on Friday, Fun, we got another Sporkle quiz that we're going to get to. But first, we'll talk about Keegan Fish, a minor league prospect the White Sox just signed. And then finally, we'll wrap it up and I'll preview what the end of 2021 has in store for Locked on Sox. Again, you could call and participate into the show. 312-566-8727. Or you can write me at LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Let's talk about some, uh, I don't know, some some sea life. Let's talk about some fish. The White Sox have reached a minor league deal with Keegan Fish. He is a catcher that was drafted back in 2018 by the Miami Marlins. He was drafted in the 13th round out of Lakota West High School. He's just about 6 feet tall, about 200 pounds. He's a catcher. Obviously throws right-handed, but fun thing, he's a switch hitter. And I don't know, it's an it's an interesting signing. I know a lot of these minor league signings have kind of just been older arms, guys to fill out some some roles, but at least so far in this early offseason in this part of the lock, lockout, Keegan Fish, I think, is the most interesting signing the White Sox have made. Uh, He's not going to be a guy that I think will be up at the majors anytime soon in 2021. His highest uh, level of baseball that he played in was A-ball. He played in 13 games for the Jupiter team, the A affiliate for the Miami Marlins. He did have an OBP of 367 down there. He did not hit any home runs, and he's not hit a home run uh, in any of the games in his minor league career. But the thing about him is he's only played 50 games. He's got an OBP of 430 in 50 games. He's walked 31 times in 133 plate appearances, and he's got 37 hits. So although his time in the minors has been very, very brief, he is still 22 years old, and I think to the Colson Montgomery pick, 
And when the White Sox took Colson Montgomery this year, there's talk about him being kind of in a weird age spot, age spot, because right now, Colson Montgomery is 19 years old. There are talks about him being too old of a high school player. But there's also points made up that if he played and went to college for three years, him at 22 would be a, a no-brain first-rounder. And obviously, Colson came out and he was selected by the White Sox in the first round. And with Keegan Fisher, he was 18 years, years old, went out of high school into the MLB draft, and was selected in the 13th round. I think there's questions, too, if he took those three years, 2018, 2019, uh, possibly 2020, and played in college, I wonder where he would be in his developmental process if he had more than 50 career games played in the minors and if he didn't have to deal with a COVID-shortened season in 2020. No minor leagues uh, in, in 2020. So if he didn't have to deal with that and he was in college, I wonder what he would look like right now as a player. There's reports that he asked for his release from the Miami organization, and now he's getting a fresh start with the White Sox. So I, I think it wouldn't be too far of a stretch to say Keegan Fish, former 13th rounder from the 2018 draft, 22-year-old catcher, switch hitter, uh, good reports on him receiving the ball. He had a very high OBP uh, in, in his major, minor league career. So it, it seems like a... I mean, well worth a flyer, at least for the White Sox, uh, to sign Keegan Fish. I don't know if he will be a guy and pop up maybe on the the top 25 prospects at some point for the White Sox, but at least with his age and a small amount of experience. So the White Sox need to show how they can develop young players and young catchers for that point, and we've seen them struggle to do that. Tyler Flowers didn't really catch on here, and he had a longer career outside of the organization with the Braves. Zach Collins has been very hit or miss. Just thinking back to the quiz we did last week of the draft picks that accumulated at least a five-career war uh, that were drafted by the White Sox, I think the only catcher that was on that list was Ron Karkovice. And thinking about some of the White Sox catchers from my lifetime, Miguel Olivo, he wasn't drafted by the White Sox. A.J. Pruszynski wasn't drafted by the White Sox. Sandy Alomar, I don't think, was drafted by the White Sox. Tyler Flowers obviously was, and we talked about him earlier, that he never really panned out with the team. Wellington Castillo, and obviously right now, and James McCann, too, and obviously right now, Yasmani Grandal, one of the, the, the biggest free agent signing in franchise history. So Keegan Fish is definitely a name to watch this season for the White Sox. The catching pipeline isn't even that deep. There's not too many players that are even his age in the White Sox organization right now. I think I counted three or four catchers, and all of those guys were A ball or below, advanced day or below. And maybe Keegan would start out there with Kannapolis and be their starting catcher in 2022. Maybe they use him in Birmingham. But I like this move. I think it's an interesting move. It's a good flyer, and we'll see what the White Sox can turn Keegan Fish into. Next on Lockdown White Sox, we'll have some Friday fun. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered with chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And they're high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious, 
and healthy. I know Lockdown Socks listeners know Built Bar from Tanny and Herb's relationship with them. I know I know Built Bar from my relationship with Tanny and Herb. I show up to work at the 670 The Score Studios, and in every drawer, there's probably a loose Built Bar. I know Tanny and Herb were always bringing Built Bars around. I've seen every flavor, raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. Tanny wouldn't stop talking about his favorite flavor, the German chocolate cake, because it gave him the extra fuel he needed to get through the day. So this holiday season, stock your stuffings with a few Built Bars. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. We are back on Locked on White Sox. Thank you for making Locked on Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today is Friday, December 24th. Merry Christmas Eve to those who celebrate. Happy holidays to all. We are continuing the Friday tradition of having some Sporkle quizzes. And this one today was made by TK925. And he's asking today if we can name the top 50 home run hitters in Chicago White Sox history. Again, there's 50 players that I will be guessing. And the information that I've been given to help guess are the years and position with the White Sox and then the amount of home runs that they hit. For example, the first player that uh, is up there, the leader in home runs, would be DH slash first baseman, who played with the team from 1990 to 2005, hitting 448 home runs. If I don't get that, I shouldn't be able to host the show. We got eight minutes to name the top 50 home run hitters in Chicago White Sox history. Y'all ready for this? Three, two, one. All right, let's start off with all the easy ones. Like I said, first question, first player is DH first baseman that played with the team from 1990 to 2005. That's Frank Thomas. Next up, first base to 1999, uh, 1999-2014, I'm sorry, uh, hit 432 home runs. Uh, We'll go with Captain Paul Konerko. First base to DH, 2014 to present, uh, 228 career home runs. That will be Jose Abreu. Next up, right field, DH, 1980 to 1989, and then from 2000 to 2001, I think that would be Harold Baines. He hit 221 home runs with the Chicago White Sox. The catcher played from 1981 to 1993, hit 214 home runs in the uniform. That would be the person that uh, cleaned my, uh, the person my grandmother's house she cleaned, uh, Carlton Fisk. Uh, right fielder, 1997 to 2004, 187 career home runs with the White Sox. It's got to be two players. It's either Carlos Lee, who we got down there. He had 152 home runs. It will be Maglio Ordonez. So we got uh, seven out of 52 right now. Thomas, Canerco, Abreu, Baines, Fisk, Ordonez, and Lee. Third base, 1989 from 1998, 178 home runs. That'll be Robin Ventura. Uh, right field, 2005 to 2009, Jermaine Dye hit 164 home runs with the Chicago White Sox. Third base, 1968 to 1975. I just am guessing by the name, Bill Melton. Yep, third base. Uh, so we got the first 10. Uh, Thomas, Canerco, Brayu, Baines, Fisk, Ordonez, Ventura, Dye, Melton, and Lee. Next up, left field and DH. Played with the team from 1982 to 86. Then again in 1990. And again in 1991. Um, I don't think it's Kittle. It is. It's Ron Kittle. 140 home runs. Uh, the 1983. 83. 
uh, rookie of the year, I believe. Uh, shout out to Fanny Slap Friday, uh, Ron Kittle. Shortstop to third base is next on the list. He played with the team from 2000 to 2004. Uh, d- no. Ray Durham is on the list. That's who I guessed. He's down there at 106. Jose Valentin? Jose Valentin is just below. This franchise kind of sucks. Jose Valentin is, I think, the 12th all-time player with home runs in a Chicago White Sox uniform. I don't know if I should trust that. Left field, 150. Or, uh, left field. This player played from 1952 to 1957 with the White Sox. Then from 60 to 61. Then in 1964. Then again in 1976. And then again in 1980. He had 135 home runs in the uniform. We'll go with Minnie Minoso, the new Hall of Famer. Congrats to Minnie. And I don't know how to spell it. Minnie Minoso. There we go. All right. Uh, DH, 2006 to 2009, 134 home runs. He's a Hall of Famer. It's Jim Tomey. Uh, next up, third base, 2008. Or 2000 to 2008, uh, it'll be Joe Creedy with 125 home runs. Catcher, 1952 to 1963. Uh, I don't know, uh, but there's catcher, 2005 to 2012. Uh, we'll go with Pierzynski. Uh First base, 1982 to 1990. 113 home runs. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, Greg. Uh, Luzins- Luzinski. Oh, he was DH. He was a different one. 1981 to 84. Uh, 84 career home runs for uh, uh, Greg Luzinski. All right, let's go. Let's go to the, the the more modern players so I can get some of these. I have 18 to 52. There's three minutes and 50 seconds remaining. Uh, shortstop, 2008 to 2015. That's Alexei Ramirez. Uh, left field and right field, 2008 to 2010. This is insane. Left fielder and right fielder from 2008 and 2010. 107 career home runs. Carlos Quinton. Um, maybe not. Oh, it's not. Oh, how do I spell Quinton? Oh, no. Oh, no. I got two. Oh, I thought it was Carlos Quinton. I spelled Carlos Quinton wrong. Did I? Uh, Carlos Quinton. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, we got it. Yeah, Carlos Quinton had 107 home runs in a White Sox uniform. That's kind of insane. Uh, very, very impressive uh, there from, from Carlos Quinton. Next up, DH first base from 2011 to 2014. Is it Adam LaRoche? I hope not. Adam LaRoche. Oh, it's got to be Adam Dunn then. Uh, Adam Dunn is the correct answer. 106 home runs. So he hit as many. Adam Dunn, the man that was signed to hit many, many home runs with the White Sox, hit the same amount of career home runs in a White Sox uniform as Ray Durham. Uh, next up, we'll go with uh, catcher, 1986 to 1997. That's going to be Carco Weiss. Because, uh, again, we talked about this earlier uh, with the Keegan Fish segment, uh, draft picks that have accumulated five war. Uh, that's Ron Carco Weiss. Shortstop. 2016 to present, we'll go with Tim Anderson. Uh, more presents, third base and second base from 2017 to present. That's Yohan Moncada. We got 24 of 52 right now. Uh, I think we can redeem ourselves here. I think that Gordon Beckham is on this list, and he is second base to third base, 2019-2014, and then again in 2015. He had 67 home runs. So three home runs ago, uh, Yohan Moncada uh, passed Gordon Beckham uh, for whatever place this is on the all-time career home run record. Uh, right field, 2013 to 2018. We'll go with Avi Garcia, and that's correct. Leary Garcia just popped up. He hit 31 home runs. He said his 31 career home runs. He, he popped up as a bonus one because uh, I guess Garcia. Left field, 2019 to present. That is going to be Eloy Jimenez. Uh, third base, 2016 to 2017. Is that Todd Frazier? Yeah. Oh, no. Todd Frazier has one more home run than Eloy Jimenez in his career. We got all the active guys, so I don't really know where to go next. Uh, shortstop, second base, and third base, 2014 or 2004 to uh, 
2008. That's going to be Juan Uribe. Um, uh, left field, uh, 97 to 98, that'll be Albert Bell. Um, Nelly Fox didn't hit enough home runs. Aparicio, uh, nah, not Billy Pierce. Um, Billy Pierce, how many home runs did Billy Pierce hit? Billy Pierce isn't on this list? Jesus, they really didn't hit home runs back then. Um, I don't even know. Ken Barry, is Ken Barry on this list? Ken Barry's not on this list. What, what kind of list is this? Um, all right, we got 30 of 52. There's 50 seconds left. Um, 124 home runs, catcher, 1952 to 1963. I have no clue. 1952 to 1963. I don't know. I don't know catchers. First base, 82 to 90, 113 home runs. Oh, well, Dick Allen might be on this list. That's different. Yeah, he is. 85 home runs, first base, 1972 to 1974. Um, uh, center field, right field, 2009 to 2013. No, it's not Melky Cabrera. Uh, is that, well, 2009, uh, is that, uh, Alex Rios? Yeah, baby, we got it. 32 out of 52 so far. Uh, I don't know. Eight seconds left. Uh, Gunter, Gun, uh, Gunther, I don't know. Uh, three, two, and we suck. 32 out of 52. We got 62%. The average score is 52%. Uh, guys, we missed. Sherm Lawler, that was the catcher from 1952 to 1963. Uh, Greg Walker, I know him more as a coach, uh, 1982 to 1990. He had 113 career home runs with the White Sox. Third base outfielder from 63 to 69, that's Pete Ward. He had 97 home runs in the uni. 68 to 76, Carlos May, I missed him in the draft pick one. 1958 to 1962, Al Smith, both of those guys had 85 home runs. Jim Landis, 1957 to 64. Zeke Benura, we missed him. He's a, he's a, he pops up a lot. Uh, in the uh, in the NBC Sports Chicago uh, broadcast, he played from 1934 to 1937. Sorry, I didn't know him. Second base, 1972 to 1979. Jorge Orta. I did not remember him hitting uh, that many home runs. I did some recent research on Jorge Orta, and uh, that did not pop up that Jorge Orta hit 79 home runs uh, in his career with the White Sox. 53 to 61, 77 home runs from Jim Rivera, uh, and first baseman from 38 to 43, and then again from 46 to 47. That will be, of course, everyone screaming this name in their car. Joe Cool. We we all know and love Joe Cool. Uh, outfielder and first baseman, 88 to 94. This name looks familiar. Dan Pasqua. Uh, then center fielder, 75 to 81. Chet Lemon. Uh, first baseman, 50 to 52. Eddie Robinson. Right fielder from 86 to 90 and 93. Avon Calderon. Shout out Dan Bernstein. That's his favorite White Sox of all time. Uh, catcher, 67. And then again, 69 to 74. That's Ed Herman. Left field and right field, 2014. Diane Vicieto. I missed that one. Oh, I didn't see that there was a 2010 to 2014 one. Diane hit 66 home runs with the White Sox. Then right fielder, left fielder, 60 from 66. Floyd Robinson, he hit 65 home runs in the uni. First base to DH, 74 to 81 he played. Lamar Johnson, he hit 57 home runs. And the last two, shortstop played from 63 to 67. And then again, 68 to 69 with the Sox. Ron Hansen, he hit 55 home runs. And also with 55 home runs, Roy Seavers, first baseman from 60 to 61. That's a damn impressive year. Two years for uh, Roy Seavers right there. 55 home runs, that's a... Good couple back-to-back campaigns. Shout out Roy Seavers, who <laughs> showed up on the White Sox in 1960 and 61 and was an all-star in 61 and finished seventh in MVP voting in 1960 and had 28 home runs and 27 home runs in his two uh, two years with the White Sox. Pretty good player uh, for Roy Seavers, the 1949 Rookie of the Year. So shout out to Roy.
Next on Locked on Sox, I tell you what the plan is for the rest of 2021. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website at betonline.ag to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Right now on betonline.ag, the White Sox have the eighth highest odds to win the World Series at plus 1,600. Again, head over to betonline.ag to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Honestly, huge shout out to Diane Viciedo, monster player for the White Sox. And if they're looking for another, you know, right fielder, if they're looking for a first baseman, maybe a DH, they can always go call up the NPB All-Star and, you know, see see what he's doing. I mean, Diane Viciedo has turned into a huge, huge, huge player over in the NPB. He's got 115 home runs. He's a three-time All-Star over there. I mean, he was never, he wasn't going to be a three-time All-Star over here. So shout out to Diane Viciedo for putting in work and uh, making it happen overseas. Love to see that, and you love to see him uh, truly reach uh, the potential that we saw in, in, in the White Sox. There's a reason why he's in the top 50 all-time of White Sox career home run leaders. He could smash the ball. So shout out to Diane. Going to now tell you about the plans for 2021 Basically, what we're doing next week, I am going to be looking, and I'm very, 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 very looking forward to talking to my good friend, Mike Rankin. He is the editor-in-chief over at Future Sox. Very excited to talk to my good friend. We have a long, long history. We hosted this show before, uh, but we we did a lot of college radio together. We did the midday sports report with uh, Dom Pellegrini. That was a lot of fun. And Phil Bridges, shout out to those two. And uh, Mike and I called a lot of basketball games, football games. Went to Sioux City, Iowa for the women's NAIA Division II women's basketball tournament. It was a great time. And Mike and I have good rapport. We're both 670 to score uh, producers. And Mike obviously does fantastic, fantastic work over at Future Sox. So I'm I'm very, very excited to be talking to my guy, Mike Rankin, next week. Also next week, you will get my resume? I don't know about resume. What would I call this? My my manifesto on why Mark Burley should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deliver that to you next week, try to pick you up. We'll probably look for that on the Friday. We'll, we'll make that the Friday fun. Because you know what's fun? Mark Burley being a Hall of Famer. It's fun to me. Hopefully it'll be fun to you. And then also, got one more spot open. So we can either do a mailbag or we can do another guest interview. So you can go call in 312-566-8727 or you can write in LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Depends on the response I get. Maybe some people want some guests. Maybe some people want their questions answered. Let me know. Hope you have a wonderful 
Christmas and holiday this weekend. I hope you stay safe, and I hope you get everything you wanted. To John and Brookfield, I hope you get your Tim Anderson Field of Dreams jersey. I hope Santa pulls off that miracle. To our good, good, good friend, Mark in Litchfield Park, I hope you find Dylan Cease's command under your tree. And to our good pal, Alex, hope you get that Chili Dog MVP book. And I know it's going to come out in, in 2022, but hey, maybe maybe some hookups are sent and you're going to get a real nice present under that tree. To every single one of you that listen, thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Now go make Locked On Bets your second listen. Hosted by your boy Q with betting analysis and insight expertise from Lee Sterling. Locked on bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. I'll talk to you next Monday, the 27th, here on Locked on Sox.